Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yeah, the sports huddle and then some. That's the fun of this show. Uh, joining us is David Reed. He is a... Army Ranger with an incredible background that Pete has gotten to know well over the years. David, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you so much for having me, Mike. I'm really excited to be on. Yeah, I know Pete knows you well. Give us your background uh, before we uh, we start the conversation that I think people will find fascinating. Uh, tell us where you've been and what that Army Ranger career has looked like. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I started started real young when I was 17, right out of high school. I, I got my parents' permission to join the Army uh, with a Ranger contract and was sent, um, did my basic training in Georgia, Airborne School, Ranger Selection Program. And uh, in this was back in 2008. I started, and my first deployment was 2009. I did three combat deployments as an Army Ranger, which is, uh, you know, the premier light infantry unit all over Afghanistan and Iraq. And in 2010, on my final deployment, my third deployment to Afghanistan, I uh, was clearing a compound, stepped on an IED, and uh, lost my leg, broke my back, several other injuries. I went back to serve for a couple more years, trained some Rangers up, and uh, retired out in 2013. Wow. Pete? And tell us a little bit of detail. Uh, you know, I don't even know if I'm right on this, David. Is it is it 11 surgeries? Is it <laughs> how many surgeries have you had to endure um, since that time? Yeah, absolutely. So I've uh, I went through 11 surgeries uh, with my leg alone, several revisions. Um, in two in September 19th, 2010 is when I stepped on the IED. My last surgery was April. Um, of 2011. So um, a lot of revisions, a lot of time there, um, but I was probably back up walking on a prosthetic as soon as those wounds were healed. And uh, I mean, following that that same year in November, I ran a half marathon. Wow. <laughs> That's so wow. That's that, called Maxie? character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us, David, as, as we watch what's going on in Ukraine and, and, and Russia, well, you know, we always, we don't really, there, there's something kind of mysterious about an army ranger. And I know that we're not committing any troops to this uh, uh, right now uh, as it sits in, 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 in but what, what, what would a ranger be called upon in, in a situation like this? What could they do? How, how would they penetrate or infiltrate or get intel? What is that like? Yeah, so it's an interesting question because every conflict, you know, we we have a different mission parameter, uh, one of which at this capacity is to kind of support and create a uh, a line of defense in case anything does happen 
but mostly Rangers are, are going to be doing, uh, you know, snatch and grab type operations, um, de- destabilization of certain objectives and, uh, Really, really just uh, it depends on the situation here. I think we're at this point, it's just posturing in positions of power so that we don't have the ability to be breached. And David, tell us a little bit about, by the way, Maxie, he's got a purple heart. He's got a combat infantry badge. This guy is unbelievable. And every time I'm with him, you know, I'll stare down anybody, Maxie, just to see if I can. You know, Daniil yeah. Hunter, Anthony Barr, I'm not afraid yeah. of those guys. I look, I look into David's eyes, and I'm like, man, I, I, I got to turn away. <laughs> <laughs> he's I mean, got it, a, huh? Is, oh, he's got the it factor. You, you're a bad dude, David. <laughs> but uh, but tell us a little bit. Tell us a little bit about the the Robert Irvine Foundation and 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 what that's been part of your life because I know you were pre med like I was then you were on your way to med school like I was I never actually got there D- did you get very far along in the medical side of things before you started to move in another direction Yeah so so after I retired out of the military you know I really had to pivot and figure out what I was going to do you know coming from a premier special operations warfighter you know, losing your leg, breaking your back, it, it, it's a huge uh, kind of motivational hit on your, your ego a little bit. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I, I really was interested in um, helping people overcome their adversities um, that they faced, uh, much similar uh, to my experience. I knew how valuable a story could be in helping someone, uh, you know, achieve those goals and, and, and move past it, you know, and not just get uh, bogged down by it. Um, so, so really, um, it's just, uh, you know, I got to the MCATs. I, I finished the MCAT after I did pre-med. I, I uh, did athletic medicine, chemistry, and psychology. You know, you know how it is, all those pre, pre-medical mm-hmm. courses that you have to take. And I went to the MCAT and was actually uh, picked up for school when I met uh, this celebrity chef named Robert Irvine. And this was in Scotland, we were doing a 54-mile hike through the Scottish Islands, um, one of the most brutal hikes ever. You have 24 hours to complete it with a 1,000 mm. coalition wounded from all over the globe. So it's our allied forces. And I met this guy. I had no idea who he was, but he had this foundation, and he had this vision of supporting our nation's heroes and first responders. And honestly, it was just it, it was a mission that I could just get behind and, and make an impact larger than patient to patient. I was really able to kind of, you know, share my story on a larger capacity with the foundation. Uh, and it, it's just been incredible to see it grow and the impact that we make. I mean, by, you know, providing mobility devices for severely injured. And we're, we're talking about devices that, you know, move upstairs and go downstairs and go to eye level, you know, service dogs. Um, you know, we do this uh, rally for valor with Market Rebellion, Pete. There's a shout out right. for you right there. <laughs> <It's> been... <laughs> and uh, really where we take Gold Star families all over the country to NASCAR races and really just kind of give them that mental health and resiliency break that uh, to break up some of the some of the hardships that they face in their life. What, what do you tell a family that, that is welcoming home? 
someone from their own family comes returned and, and, and uh, from combat and they're not the same because they've had a physical injury. And what, what are the mentally, what, what is it a family deals with? You know, you talk about the Gold Star families. What, what is it they deal with in real terms, in real time, having been through that when, when, when someone returns and they're, and they're not the same person physically at least? Yeah, and, you know, Mike, that is a tricky question because, uh, first and foremost, I just got to do a shout-out to the families because the families, you know, aren't the ones that sign the dotted line. And you could tell every, you know, you could ask every veteran, every service member out there, it, you know, they, they did it, uh, you know, for themselves, and they, they had that choice. The families don't really have that. They have to just support those who sign that line. Um, so it's really hard for the families, too. Mental health is a tricky, tricky one because, you know, those invisible wounds, uh, you know, it affects your brain. You know, traumatic brain injury, post-traumatic stress, it really alters your character. And you have to be able to navigate those waters very, very carefully, you know, without, uh, you know, throwing someone to the side. Um, PTS is, it, it is a tricky, tricky, <laughs> tricky thing because, the only way to overcome it, in my opinion, is that exposure therapy, really, really um, taking time to introspect and analyze what has happened to you and talk about it. That is the number one thing that people don't want to do with PTS. Mm-hmm. So you have this reclusive state that has a tendency to happen with these uh, veterans who are getting out and just, you know, kind of giving up, you know, and, I, and, and that, that was the big thing for me. You know, when I joined the foundation and, uh, you know, these marathon runs and stuff like this, because, you know, having that physical injury does show people, um, you know, that there's no excuse. You know, there there is a adaptation for everything and you could find it if you if you try it. You know, it's it's not easy at all. David Reed is, I guess, former Army Ranger, Pete. Yeah, uh, D- David, one last thing, uh, a, a couple things. Uh, Robert Irvine, obviously you have a great re- relationship with him. And Ma- Maxie, if you're not familiar with him, he's a celebrity chef. He's got Fit Crunch, these great bars that, that he makes and all those kinds of things. And and it, and those two have a great relationship. It, it, David, tell us a little bit about you. You have a podcast. I'm curious if you – I think you ought to be able to get a chance to to voice what you guys do on the podcast that you uh, that you have. Yeah, absolutely. So I have a podcast called the Medivac Podcast. It's an affiliate podcast with Black Black Rifle Coffee Company. And we talk about we so we bring in veterans, first responders, active duty, and we talk about rescue, recovery, and resiliency and the injuries that they face while time in the service. And we do that in like a locker room format where we could showcase to the audience, you know, how we interact as veterans, how we share our stories and make lighthearted. You see the dark humor inside of things and you really just get an insight um, to kind of what's going on behind the scenes and the thoughts behind the troops. David, last question, Uh, you know, in in this day and age, you know, every time there's a, any kind of a, um, uh, uh, a, a situation like we have right now, Russia, Ukraine, or whoever it is, you know, people think about the military and they think about signing up all those things. What, what, what is the profile of a good army ranger? You know, um, it, it's it's heart, it's mental fortitude, intestinal fortitude. It's being able to, uh, you know, number one thing I always tell people: if I had two words, don't quit. If you if if you have, you know, quit in your vocabulary, you're not going to make it that far. When I went through all this training, 
um, you know, Ranger School, all this stuff. It, it, you know, I never thought about quitting. I just was like, this sucks, <laughs> but you have to get yeah, through it. But I'm not quitting, right? Yeah. Exactly. And I think the mental health and resiliency behind that is really, really just you, you have to be hard. You have you have to go through the tough moments um, so that you could be prepared to, you know, take care of the brother and sister to your left and right, as well as complete the mission and destroy the enemy at the end of the day. Wow. Thank you so much for uh, shedding some light on and what you're doing in, in life after and all that you've done. Uh, Pete was uh, spot on, of course, uh, with your story and, and with what you do. But in just in listening to you, uh, you know, I get motivated because everybody I think that hears it says, you know, we all got something in our life, right? Something that slows us down, holds our back. But but if, if you can do what you do, then then we should be able to do much, too. So thank you for all that you're doing. Thank you, David. Yeah. Thank you, Mike and Pete, so much for having me on today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.